0: Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios, with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy
1: Boucher. Oh welcome back to the Wildcast Christmas Studios for part one of our mega Christmas episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Monkton Wildcats. As always, I am your host, Adam. I am joined here by my favorite co-hoster, your favorite co-hoster, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. Are you ready to leave yet? I was ready to leave yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. These uh, Omicron uh, things
0: are worry, worry, worry. Wor- 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 are Worcestershire- some? Worrying me. I always struggle with that word. So like, yeah, yeah Omicron, no worries, no worries. Omicron, I want uh, and, you all gone. And I won't, I just want to be on that airplane. Get me out of here. And literally to a city and like town that I think only has seven cases right now. Oh, All really? right. Uh, so, like, literally one of the yeah, safest places in Ontario. I will take it.
1: Yep. No, I uh, I was supposed to be off Wednesday. I uh, found out I have a couple extra days, so I took Monday, Tuesday, and I'm just ready to go. I wanted to go a little bit early um, because I just, I want to go home. I want to mm-hmm. get on a plane. I haven't been on a plane since, uh, I want to say, May of 2018. 2018. Yeah. yeah, 2018. We went to back to Alberta after we moved here because yeah. we drove to... Ontario for Christmas there and my family's been here, but I'm just I'm not excited, however. Uh, the warmest day of the week when we're in Hannah Alberta will be minus sixteen. Uh, Christmas Day will be minus twenty four with a wind chill in and around probably minus thirty five. So um, <laughs> you can keep it. Yeah, no, my family's always Oh, why don't you come home? Why don't you move back home? That's why. Because it hurts to breathe, Rhonda. That's why. It hurts to help breathe. Help me, Rhonda. Help, <laughs>
0: help me, Rhonda.
1: All right. Uh, let's get to uh, We got a jam-packed show on part one here. So, um... Mass Singer, man. Do you watch it? Nope. No, oh, all right.
0: Because usually I catch up. Oh, well, yeah, Yeah. Oh, I know who won. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Hearts. know who won.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jewel. The... A two-hour episode of literally nothing.
0: Well, it's it's like the Big Brother finale, yeah. right? It's like, oh, let's make it a two-hour episode, but you only reveal the winner within the last 10 minutes of yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, the
1: whole first hour was just the journey. Yeah. Uh, you know, clues and talking to other contestants, and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. They're, like, they're, in part two was they sang an acoustic, and then they sang a regular song, and I'm like, Fast forward. Fast forward, fast forward. Oh, we're here. All yeah, right.
0: The, the first part of the show should have been hosted by Craig Eagles. We could talk about the journey, <laughs> journey yeah. right? So, you know, it's, yeah, I tuned in for like the last, it, just to see the winner. Right. When I saw it was two minutes, I was like, okay, they're yeah. literally doing this thing, the last 10 minutes of the show. So yeah, like you fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. We were,
1: we were both I, way off on the bull. Yes, we, we were. Couldn't even tell you who he is. So no. Like he's a YouTuber, I guess. Yeah
0: to uh,
1: Friend of Nicole Schlesinger though. Didn't I start off by saying CM Punk? Yep. Yeah, you said CM Punk. Uh,
0: so yeah, Toddrick Hall. Never heard of him. Nope. Uh and but yeah, the right I think the right the right person won. Yeah, uh, Jewel's a uh, you know, one of the that's one of the best voices in in, yeah. in the music. And recognizable industry. as well. Yeah. Yeah, Which for sure. So
1: I was like, Really? You guys waited all the way till now and now you're like that's the voice of Jewel. I recognize that voice anyway. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I recognize that. Like, I get your, you know. Well, they got playing I, it off at TV. I think, but. It's, I
0: think that's poker. It's all poker sometimes yeah. too, where it's it's not the poker face. It's yeah. the poker. You know, uh, they, they got they have they, they knew who it is. They yeah. just have to pretend they don't, and that's what make that's they makes people be like, oh well, you yeah. do, How are these people so? Uh, how we don't know this person? <laughs> well, because that's they're why. clearly hiding it.
1: As Nicole proved, because she wrote her first her her first guess was Todrick Hall. Really? Yeah. Uh, her. Oh wow. Hashtag spoiler alert. Holy her golden shit. ear prediction, like first impression guess, yeah. was Todrick Hall. And on the very last episode, she's like, "I knew who this was from the beginning. I didn't. I, he was my first impression guest. I didn't write it down. It's Todrick Hall. I I could tell on the eight count or whatever on the first. Yeah. episode. I'm just like, so she ends huh. up winning the golden ear with three oh, okay. three to two. Hashtag okay. spoiler alert. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. A new winner, Jenny. So it's the ladies that have taken that the past three years. Mm-hmm. Two for Jenny and one for uh, one for Nicole. But it's always a fun show. I'm excited. We'll have to see who. Yeah, this is good. Next, uh, next season. Don't forget, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, on to Wildcast, Instagram, podcast, and now TikTok. Don't forget to like and subscribe here on the YouTube. Uh, we are for the power of technology. Recording this on a Sunday, so I think we've got some news and notes from around the queue. <laughs>
0: News and notes from around the queue.
1: Bang. Well, we've got some uh, some trades to announce. Um, Shakutami is offloading. Uh, they've sent... You got a ticker there? What? No, you're good. All oh, right, we got what? Uh, what? Thomas Belgard, Felix LaFrance, the league's leading scorer, is off to Acadie Bathurst. And uh, that's for a 2024 first and a 2022 second Kale McDonald. And then your favorite player and name, Luis. Loris uh, Raffinamansoa. Yeah, there you go. He is off to Shewinigan for a first rounder in this year's upcoming draft. Uh, Ramuski sends Charles Edward Grenier to. Client
0: of uh, Nicola Repel.
1: Yep. 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 To Sherbrooke for a seventh rounder in 2023. And closer to home, uh, Moncton sends. <laughs> We have a trade to announce. <laughs>
0: I think you're going to hear this one. Is that what Batman said in like yeah. Vancouver? I think you're
1: going to enjoy I this one. I think you're going to want to hear this one. Yeah. Uh, Savvy long named Samuel de is off to Victoriaville for a sixth rounder in 2023. Uh, you know, I know they paid a third form in this past off season, So a bit of a head scratcher, but Victoriaville, as reported, is going to need a 20 year old, which you said to me mm-hmm. yesterday. So. Um, He gets to play a little bit closer to home in his final year. And, um, you know, good luck to him in in Victoriaville. They're going to need a a veteran on that back end.
0: Yeah, no, when I I first heard about this trade, I I thought it was a head-scratcher too. uh, But then some, uh, you know, some information started to, uh, you know... Percolate. Percolating and trickling down. uh, And this is... uh, It makes sense now that I know the the reason. I'm not going to get into the reason. It's nothing to do with his play or anything like that. uh, But, um, you know, this is... uh, you know, just clearly a uh, a personal, uh, personal choice, a personal decision. Uh, if, if my information is correct, uh, and it just to me it makes sense after after learning what I was told. So, mm. um, yeah, interesting, uh, interesting first move. Didn't think he'd be the first uh, domino to, to fall, uh, but um, you, you know, it, it's you, you pay a third for him, he plays a half a season, uh, you flip him for a sixth. Uh usually when when it's a player, you know, if a player wants wants out, the price isn't going to be as much. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's um, you know, it's you know, 6th round pick, I think we picked Connor Garland in the 6th round, so uh you know, these uh these these picks can uh can can turn out to be to to be, you know, game changers and winners, so you never know.
1: Yeah, generally it's the, it's the other way. We pay the 6th and we get the 3rd. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing situation, which you know, and you know, I They'll have to fill that 20-year-old. Reset. We have two now with Kalmakoff and Jake Stewart. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll have to see if Kalmakoff is still here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to assume a 20-year-old's coming on the back end. And like I said to you, and you weren't quite sure of the rule, and I wasn't quite sure of the rule, mm-hmm. you know, a player like Sean Stewart. When I first started this show with you and Chris, you guys said, you can't trade a player and then get him back right away. Um, so, you know, Sean Stewart's been dealt to Miranda sh- like to Charlottetown and then Somewhere else, I believe, and then Renoranda. So it's yeah, two it teams was, now. It was
0: Moncton to Charlottetown, Charlottetown Drummondville, Drummondville, that's Drummondville the one. to Renoranda.
1: So he's 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 been traded twice, and I was like, well, maybe he's an off the board name that you're bringing home as a mm-hmm. as a kid in in Quebec, uh, you know, a maritime kid that could be coming home. How about uh, another
0: maritime kid coming home? Maybe sure. a, a uh, take two of uh, a certain Jackson Bellamy. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> uh, I won't get into any further uh, discussion on, on that by the one. Time,
1: by the time this episode comes out, that you, might you be. Never, you never said. know what will <laughs>
0: happen. Um, another name. So that's,
1: so that's the two-year rule then, because he's been gone for two years, right? Because that's right. He's, he's been
0: gone for a while. He he's, he was traded as as a, a sixteen-year-old at Christmas, so. It's been you know 17, 18, Today's nineteen. It, it, you know it's it's been three years.
1: But that's what I'm saying. Like that, you guys were you were pretty sure it's a two year rule. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was a two team rule. Yes, yeah. So, so I think it's fits... it, it's a two year. Yeah. I
0: think it's a two year rule. Uh, another name that comes to mind. You know, y- y- you've got St. John rumored to be acquiring uh, Vincent Sivney from from Victoriaville. Yeah.
1: So Christopher Innes. Christopher Innes. Yeah, right? that's the name I brought up.
0: Um, because You're losing a, a right handed shot, uh, in, in Negrosi. You're bringing a right handed shot, I think it's the right handed shot, yep. uh, in Chris Furness. So, uh, you know, the, if you want to, you know, throw some names out there, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, those are those are two that I think could be obvious, uh, uh you know, choices, I guess, or, or acquisitions to, yep. to fill a spot, and both would
1: make sense. I like the Jackson Bellamy one. Hmm. <laughs>
0: <That's->
1: <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Um, Yeah, that's kind of all we have right now uh, as we're recording this on Tuesday. Obviously, there's going to be more by the time you guys hear this. So um, that's just kind of where we are right now. And, I mean, the big news around the league, a lot of the teams are going back to the 50% rollback uh, in attendance. We'll have to see what that looks like after Christmas, how long this lasts for. Some teams are smart in their decision to allow season ticket holders to get in the rink. Um, St. John Charlottetown. Some are not. <laughs> Moncton. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> I that was the first game that I have not been to uh, since I moved here. That I was that I was in the city for, um, and basically, I I gave you season ticket money. I'm not doing it again. I mean, it's 22 bucks a ticket for me, which is more than my ticket works out to, and that's 22 bucks for me. Twenty two for Layla, that's forty-four dollars. I figured it out uh, by February first. If this thing just like we'll just put February first on this, the capacity gets lifted. That's four hundred and eighty-six extra dollars they want me to pay. Yeah. After a thousand bucks. That's not happening. And then to see pictures of my section with two people in the seats beside my season seat, you couldn't move me over. So I I know they had limited time on this. Um, which they didn't. They had three days. Charlottetown and St. John basically had less time than they did. They had three days to figure out, if you got a season ticket, just come in. We'll put you here. We'll put you here. People will understand the situation and then figure out uh, an alternative coming into 10 days from now. But they didn't, uh, and the building was uh, was exactly what you would expect the building was last night. But uh, you want to get to a view from the other bench? You want to get to the final seat at the Maritimes Roundtable? oh uh, yeah why not all right view from the other bench all right so we uh we brought the the final seat has been filled in the maritime round table and it's our good buddy our great buddy actually from i have eight, co- eight podcasts in bathers.com <laughs> jonathan waugh merry christmas buddy how are you
2: merry christmas guys i'm doing really well what about you Ah, uh, we're doing,
1: uh, we're doing not too bad. We had a great first half, um, uh, better yeah. than expected. First half, I think. I think so. So things are going pretty well here in Moncton. I guess uh, first of all, just talk about the first half in Bathurst. Didn't get off to a great start. Um, your your top acquisition in the off was in Washington for a bit. Things are kind of coming together. Just talk about the first half.
2: Well, it was kind of a roller coaster first half. Uh, we started like five and zero. Everything was awesome. Uh, and then we had, uh, well, an injury to one of our top player, McArthur, and everything went down the drain. Uh, once he got back, um, obviously you can see that things were not going as planned with Mario Duracher back then, and that he lost his dressing room. The, the, the boys were just not playing. I mean, with the talent that this team had on, it was not normal, the performance right. that they were offering. So, and then Mario Duracher got, uh, well, Got left out, like bye bye. You're gone back in Valdor, <laughs> um, and uh, Jason Clark came aboard. And ever since then, I mean, uh, other than the game um, three days ago against Halifax, which was, which was uh, a big a, a bummer, um, we everything went really well. Lapierre is back, so everybody's healthy right now. Even Hawkins got back from his injury a couple of games ago. Uh, so yeah, it, it's out of ten, I would say it's. Uh, first half in my book. Yeah. Because I would have expected us to be, like, way higher in the standings. But uh, with this, I think we lost, like, this is, like, seven in a row at a certain point. It was crazy. I mean, it was, like, it was awful to to watch. But um, I'm optimistic for the second half since um, I really enjoyed the play that the boys are putting on the ice with Clark, Uh, totally different kind of vibe totally different kind of energy um guys that we barely noticed before uh, he came aboard are now like playing super well and obviously we're going to talk about trades in a few seconds um (laughs) we just got two two guys this morning just the top scorer in the queue so that's pretty awesome not a big Um, deal (laughs) not a big deal and it's funny because when we chat like three weeks ago I said uh we need to add like a Samuel Aston 2.0 and we got him also in that ring so we're is definitely not done but I would say that the, the biggest part is done now he's, he just needs to uh fill the holes in the defense pretty much and we're gonna be maybe not the best team in the league but we're sure gonna compete uh for a while
0: so those seven losses in a row uh of course uh allowed the uh the wildcats to be the top team in new brunswick in the first half of the season <laughs> let's <laughs> go <laughs> <not a> <laughs> just as uh, everybody uh, just as everybody suspected yeah. you know the uh, that uh, i mean i think everybody had the the wildcats as the top team in new brunswick coming out of the christmas break right Everyone. yeah your big trade uh, felix LaFrance and 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 belgar um, two forwards you mentioned the d um, uh, do you see upgrading on Chad Arsenal as a backup as,
2: as uh no. necessary? No, no, no. I would honestly, <laughs> that would be a shocker for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think they're going to go and die with Bernard in Arsenal.
1: Well, he's proved it. I mean, he's played well anytime he's, I been, mean, if you, w- you watch
2: a game yesterday in San John without him, mm-hmm. we're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and he oh, seems he to, man. every time he plays crazy.
1: us, he seems to be off, uh, yeah, Like off or on, like it's a, it's a hot and cold with him, but yeah, that's, I think I asked you that three weeks ago. If, if Chad, our snow and Bednar were the, the two goaltenders. Yeah. So you didn't it's, hesitate well, on that I mean, one. I'm not the
2: GM, but in my book, they are, I have a hundred percent confidence in both of them. Um And for just, just for example, if we would say that, yeah, Sly would go get another one. Whew, there, there's no goaltender on, on the market. Mm-hmm. I mean, they won't obviously get like a, uh, Jacopo for example in Quebec that I from what I heard is going to be traded I mean he's 20 years old that's just stupid that's not going to happen La Pena just got traded basically to trail town mm-hmm. I mean the, the price that they pay for a backup goalie that's a whole, whole lot so I, that's not an option there's a URTB is in um, Victoriaville that's on the market and I, from what I heard again he's traded um, he's going to cost a whole lot so yeah <clears throat> I mean, I honestly think that Arsenal is probably one of the best backup in the whole league. Um, Maybe after you guys, because you guys have like two pretty awesome. I don't even know who's your first. Is it Fillion or is Couture? (laughs) Uh, Based (laughs)
1: off the first half, I'd probably say Couture is 1A, Fillion's 1B, but it's it's tandem for sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, and I don't think that, well, I I honestly don't mind Arsenal. I, I really like him when he's hot. He's hot. I mean, like, all the goaltenders, sometimes they have off games. Um, but he hasn't done anything for me to say, like, I want to get rid of him. So,
1: yeah, you can see it. Like, the, the team plays well. Like, sometimes they, you know, take a night off with the backup and he has to stand on his yep. head or whatever. But they don't really do that with, with Arsenal. He may have a bad game here and there, but they don't really take a, a night off with him. Um, I mean, what is this, what does this team gonna look like with LaFrance and, and uh, Lapierre? I mean, I know they played together last year. Obviously, your GM went out and got the, you know, might as well go get guys that did some damage in Shakudami last year. So, you know, the plan I would assume would be to play them together. But what what does this team look like?
2: Well, I can already see that the first line will be La France, Lapierre, and Melanson. Uh, second one will be McArthur, Kenney, and Hawkins. And the third one will be Bellegarde, <clears throat> Chisholm, and... Um, Uh, One other guy, basically. (laughs) So there, they could be Andrews, it could be Forrester, the new guy that we just got that is doing pretty well. It could be Henneberry, one of our rookies that is doing really well. And it could also be a new guy because I'm sure that Sylvain is still shopping around. Um, So basically, we will have one of the most frightening power play in the league after Christmas, in my book, Um, because. I still have hopes that we – well, I hope so Mm – that we get another uh, guy uh, in the back end, uh, some sort of quarterback. Uh, We're getting low on the stuff we can offer to other teams Um, in terms of picks. We still have a few good guys in the lineup that we could dealt or a few uh, good prospects in the midget or, well, U18, sorry. Um, So we'll see, but in terms of offense – we were, we were already good. We're just going to be better. Um, My most um, important thing on my plate now is defense because Mm -hmm. with the addition of La France, we now have four twenty. and every, well, it's not in the secret of God's, but Bellamy (laughs) will, will be the, the odd one uh, because from what I heard that Chisholm is an untouchable, I mean, our captain is the the last Mohican of the fruit of the last uh, Memorial cup run. Yeah. Um, he's going to be on the third fourth line depending if they're adding anybody else but so Bellamy will be on the move but if you take out Bellamy uh, you're not like getting better I mean you're not getting worse but you're definitely not getting better so, so Sina will have a lot of words to at least add two guys on the defense in my book um, I know we have a free agent coming in uh, it's probably going to be announced this week uh, but I mean, free agent are free agent. They can be like the jackpot and they can be really, really bad and you're gone after a yeah. game or two. So we, we can't, like, put all our hopes in, in a free agent. So my bet would be that Sylvain will go get a high-end defenseman and bottom pair one. There's one in uh, your neck of the wood that I would sure fit the mold. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like I said to Mr. Boucher the other day, uh, it's not nothing against, uh, Anthony Hamel, but I just show sure her that the slide don't overpay for him because it's, he's a five, six, decent, that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, and I think Richie's smart. He'll get a first out of yeah. Sylvan for that. You don't have one, so well, a 2024 well, we first, first would be first good for the
2: next three years. So he can't get a first.
1: Well, we'll take your 2024. Oh no, you gave that one up for? No, it's already gone. So no. <laughs> it'll
0: be one of those OHL trades where it's like, uh, you know, 2025, 2026, 2027. <laughs> 2035 my uh, my daughter who's not even playing yeah. hockey yet will be uh, in, yeah. involved in the trade uh, 2035 yeah. uh, ninth round pick yeah
2: <laughs> yeah those are always good and, trades and my wife every sunday night yeah. so yeah that, um, that would be, yeah so i mean like i like i said i mean anthony hamel is definitely on the market i don't mm-hmm. think it's a shocker for you guys um but like I said, I wouldn't be able to pay a whole lot for Hamel, but I mean, Rishi won't give him away either. So. No, exactly. That's, that's it's yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. You're getting the uh, what did uh, Charlottetown call him? The most interesting player in the league. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that would be yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to pay. You have to pay up if you if you want the most interesting player in the league. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, obviously a couple additions on the back end. Uh, I think would really help out Bathurst. Uh, oh yeah. I guess sure. um based on you know rumors and confirmed trades out there uh, it seems like uh, you know St. John and, and Charltown are are really uh, sticking out in terms of uh, the, the buyers right now um besides you know the Sea Dogs, the Islanders and uh, and the Boogeyman uh, who else uh, who else scares you?
2: Uh, so again, will scare us after Christmas I think. Um did they just got uh
0: well, say his name, say his name, yeah. say <laughs> so his name, say his name, say his name, Loris Longname. You're not allowed back on the <laughs> show unless you correctly pronounce his name.
2: <laughs> All right. So let's put that Loris <laughs> there you, there you go. go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I like how you so go about uh, him, but I also got rumors that you're going to add uh, a pretty, pretty awesome 20 year old. Um, so, with Borg, Borgo, Baudin, Nadeau, I mean, that's a whole lot of offense. Plus, they have two. They even have a goaler that can score, go- score goals now. Yeah, so um, that's pretty awesome. They uh, are pretty stacked up. The only, I think their main issue is a defense. And I honestly don't think that Rafa Nomensoa is the the key there. Um, but never know. Maybe they'll have the Turini because his brother is playing with them. Yeah, so, God knows. Uh, yeah. But from what I heard, they're out of the Turini Derby. Which is kind of interesting, uh, which leaves only the Titan and the uh, Torino Derby, which is a lot interesting too. So we'll see. But yeah, showing again for sure. I mean, I'm ju- I'm gonna jinx myself by saying that, but I'm not scared at all of Quebec as of right now.
0: Yeah, they of seem to be right quiet. now. Yeah, they seem to be quiet um, uh,
2: sir, because just... from what I heard, they're gonna get rid of Jacobo and Christopher Farmer, two twenty-year-old, but they're definitely gonna add two other 20 year old which are probably gonna be better than those two um, and if they are adding uh, Nicolas Ortiz from Victoriaville uh, well they're gonna be uh, it's gonna be a big uh, addition in the, in the net but it, it's funny I mean we played twice against them uh, we lost one and we won one I, I'm pretty sure we won we won the last one they, they don't scare me at all mm. I don't know why. I mean, I'm more scared of St. John, which is the sauce is still not sticking, but um, (laughs) but, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So I would say showing him in in Quebec. Uh, Other than that, I mean, there's no team that are really out there. They will, Sherbrooke, they said that they're going to have the statue quo. So we'll see. the uh, Blainville, obviously, <clears throat> if they trade Tourigny and if they trade some other other pieces, they will get down to the standing also. Um, so, yeah, out of St. John, um, Charltown, Quebec, and Shawinigan and the Titan, I don't see anyone, anybody else be going all in or adding stuff that can make them contenders. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm assuming you've been working the phone as I gave you a little bit of homework coming into this show. So the other team in the Western <laughs> Conference, uh, you know, I picked Schwinigan. Um, you're saying Schwinigan could be dangerous there. You know, it came out that Sherbrooke wasn't hunting for a star. They're just going to stay status quo. What about Gatineau, the uh, the other team in the top three in that division? Like, I think you've said they've had, they have room and they have picks to to move and, well, and grab a couple of players, but I don't think they're planning for this year. They're planning for kind of next no. year,
2: right? And from what I've, uh, I think it's uh, Jean-François Plant, I think it's uh, one mm-hmm. of the journalists up in Gatineau. Uh, once uh, Louis Rabitaille left for the uh, World Juniors, for the Canada, the Canada team, said that um, maybe they're going to make a, a trade or two. Uh, they're not going all in this year. Um, I have a feeling they're going to change one of their 20-year-old. There's a some sort of rumor going around that Conor Frenette from uh, uh, Victoriaville could go there, but somebody else said that that was not true. So, I mean, everything starts from somewhere, so I guess they will add maybe a, a better 20-year-old. But other than that, I don't think they'll make more trades, but they will more than likely just automatically be in the final four because other than Shawinigan that's pretty much them, the best team yeah. in on that side. Yeah. But on our side, I mean, Quebec, Charlottesville, batter, St. John, only two out of the four are getting in the final four. So a lot of people will be sad at the end of the year for sure.
0: So pretty safe to say that uh, we should enjoy this uh, first place in, uh, in New Brunswick uh, <laughs> for, because uh, we don't, I uh, don't think it's going to last very long, right? It's uh it's <laughs> a, no. I obviously, some it's of these uh, last a minimum way. of a week. Yeah, at least. A, a week. Yeah, well, I guess whenever this, the these games, starts, yeah, these <laughs> games uh, start going yeah. again, right? Uh, so obviously, the Quebec media are saying that uh, uh, La Pena was was the acquisition Charlottetown needed to to win a championship. Who is the nope. acquisition? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, uh, Nope. But that's, uh, that's La Set just being La Set, right? Yeah. Uh, um. it's,
2: it's funny because <laughs> most of the people that are saying that probably saw Charltown once this year. Exactly. But yeah. we, we saw them many, many times, and we know what they needed, and it's not a goalie. Mm-hmm. So nope. anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah. So what's uh, let, let's say that's in track true. What's What's the one who's the one player that the uh, Bathurst needs to win a championship or have they already been uh, acquired?
2: That's a good question. Uh, well, obviously the addition of La France is a, is a major, uh, but out of the, out of La France and Bellegarde, I, it's, ter- it's terrible to say that, but I'm more excited to see Bellegarde because that guy is so underrated and this year is like blossom, blossoming like crazy. And it he will more than likely be our well, our top 20 year old next year if mm-hmm. he stays around. Mm-hmm. Um but I said that I think the first show you got me this year, I said that three weeks ago. I want Miguel to be <laughs> me. I mean, I think I figured that was gonna be your the, answer. He's the key for for us. He is the he's the only one yep. I'm thinking of because we need to fix our defense. That's that's not a secret. We don't... Well, if you include Bellamy, which is still a tight end officially, he's not gone yet, but, I mean, everybody knows that's a question of, of days. Um, out of the seven guys, there's no offensive defenseman. It's basically a committee that is playing together. I mean, Godet got some good, great nights. Bigger got some great nights. Bellamy got some great nights. Um, but we don't have a defenseman quarterback, and the, the best one up there is Miguel mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The last thing I've heard is the asking prize was Riley Kidney at the draft <laughs> from us. That is <laughs> way too much. Uh, so if it stays like that, I totally understand why César Couture is not making the moves. But <laughs> he can't go to Quebec. Because Quebec and and Blainville can't trade. He can't go to St. John. Like, where the heck he would play?
1: What do you mean they can't can't, trade?
2: Well, put Tourigny in St. John. I mean, you will have Poirier uh, complaining on one side, Villeneuve complaining on the other side, Desroches complaining. I mean, uh, they they will have Sivigny. So it's not official yet, but we saw that on Twitter everywhere. So right now they have Villeneuve, Poirier, Sivigny, Desroches, Kuznetsov. <laughs> I don't think that uh, Torrini will play will play the the six uh, six string in that uh,
1: no no for sure yeah. that
2: defense and the only other place would be Schoenigan. but the last I heard was Schoenigan was out of that derby hmm. so there's only batters left unless sh- Gatno.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean because Turin will be back as a twenty year old next year round. Yep, almost certain. And Gatineau is more than likely going all in next year. Maybe not, but I'm pretty sure they are. So if they go get him, they could make a big push this year because, like I said a couple of minutes ago, other than Shawinigan on their side, it's pretty much them. So God knows they could make a final by just adding one or two guys. So we'll see. Um, I'm not counting Halifax out of that derby. Because Halifax also next year they they want to go all mm-hmm. in, but I don't know. I honestly think that the Titan are ahead of that Derby, but if the price stays like that, I mean, they won't trade for him because they won't give out Kittenney for sure.
1: So how's the uh, how's the fan appetite up there? Like I, I know that there was some issues early on, and then the you know the the Deroche stuff uh, kind of you know took away from the team, and they weren't living to up, ex- up to expectations. The coaches come in, the team's rolling, it's now Christmas, he's pushed all his chips in. Um, if we get back to full buildings, is there is the fan appetite back, and will that building be full as we get closer to, to the playoffs?
2: Well, the main thing, is you said, is if. if um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, honestly, I think we're going to be sold out every game at 50%. I all, I think that's an issue. Yeah. Um, but if it comes back to full capacity, I can easily see like 23, 2,500 people each night, maybe uh, more than that during a weekend or during a, an afternoon game with many kids and stuff like that. Um, and obviously once this, um, the playoffs are starting, batters people are playoff kind of persons. It's always been like that. Um, so I just I just think that, once the trades are done, like on January 6th, I just hope that Sylvain make like a press conference or something saying that, all right, guys, remember 2018, blah, blah, we've added uh, Galibor, Rubsov, Asne, Balmis blah, blah, blah. But this year, we've added X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. Just list the name of the guys that you yep. acquired. Yeah. So if you want to be on board, because I remember in 2018, many people complaining on Facebook, complaining on Twitter, we can't get tickets for the playoff. Yeah, but you haven't showed up your your fat ass once um, a <laughs> year in the regular season, but now you're expecting to get everything on the golden yeah. plate. Yeah. So people, because Titan, I'm pretty sure they will offer half, half season tickets yeah. after Christmas. So and with that, they will offer priority for the playoff tickets, same as a regular season ticket holder. So I just hope that people will realize that he's, just, he's not saying that just to get people in the stands. I mean, we, depending on who we're getting, we will have a pretty crazy team after Christmas. We already have many um, people drafted in the NHL. People got get competition to um, training games. Mm-hmm. So. People need to know because, for example, they've announced that we got La France and Belga. I could 100% say that more than half of the person don't even know that La France is currently the, f- the first guy uh, in terms of points in the league. Like they don't have a clue who these guys are, how important that trade is, how big of a deal that trade is. Yeah, people are just seeing that. Oh, we made a trade. Cool, and again with showing again, like every single year. Yeah, but. Um, it's major. I mean, we got the first the leader in the score, the scoring in the league, plus a, a guy that has been blowing out this year. Um, and for example, I'm just saying that again. I mean, I'm putting, putting that in the sky. If we get Turini, I mean, that guy is on pace for breaking records in the leagues in terms of goal by a defenseman, points by a defenseman. Um, so we need people to know that because most people around here knows names that's pretty much shit. Yeah. I'm sure that a lot of people don't even know that LaPierre actually started in the Indian shelves. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that Sylvain and Jason Clark and God knows a couple of guys that we acquire should do a big conference, a uh, big press conference saying that, all right, we're doing 2018 again. Let's go. We're going to, uh, we're going to make a run, at, a run at it. If you want to get your season tickets now, we are setting half season tickets priority for the series. Um, because I think that's the main, the main way to show people that this team is really a good team. Because yeah. if you're not going to the ring, you don't have a clue. I mean, yeah, we're we're winning, but for for them, it's just a win. But um, yeah, so I think that's there's a buzz. There's definitely a buzz, but I think the buzz is is around people already following the team, already at the game. So that's why we need to uh, like bring people not often coming at the game and people that were begging for tickets in 2018 to to show up now, not when we're winning and when you're on national television and when everybody's talking about the Titans.
1: If only there was a podcast up there that could get the fans hyped. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If only that, there was an unofficial or official podcast that, uh, that could get them instead of some on-the-ice show that's only had two episodes in a month and a half. But it, well, one day we'll get one up there, hopefully. Yeah, I
0: never, uh, never. Right. Heard Maybe we can right. be an inspiration. It would be a nice idea, right? Never, yeah. never, never, never heard of any. Work. Never heard of a show up there that no. uh, <laughs> that covers hockey. So, yeah, no. it'd, be, no. it'd be a good no. route to take no. if no. if you're going to take one. Be a good. Uh, good I'm pretty re- sure that
2: those guy would actually put the Titan out there, and people would know that something is good. But I guess it probably not going to work. Yeah, it's tough.
1: It's tough. It. It's tough. No, it's <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah,
2: it's a lot of work.
1: <laughs> sure is. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> oh, so Oh, well. You know what <coughs> so uh, it's, uh we won't take any more of your time trade trade talk is done, but uh give me your another role juniors. yeah I, ha-
2: I had some uh, some questions for you guys. Oh, okay oh, okay all okay right. well let's let's hear it um you want to make this your show so, <laughs> this well, is, well, yeah I, I have nine i before, I have eight so,
1: podcasts yeah. but take over I, the wildcast yeah, podcast i have com. Eight, I have eight and a half now, huh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually have three questions for you guys. Okay. Oh, um, he wrote them up uh, too. So, oh, geez. <laughs> uh, the, well, one is not about the Wildcats, but the, the other two are about the Wildcats. Uh, first one, do you think DNYU is going to San John or Trout Ooh. Um
0: Assets, uh, I would say St. John. Uh, Obviously, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah that's – but his character – of a player would will fit better into the Charlottetown dressing room. Um, yep. but see because seeing that type of player uh and the way he conducts himself on and off the ice just doesn't look as if he's a fit in Saint John, but they've got the <laughs> totally on
2: the same page.
0: They've got the assets to, to do it. So that's that's where I uh, that's where I see him ending up. Yeah,
1: I I think if they if St. John hadn't got or Charlottetown hadn't gone for La Pena, uh, they would yeah. have gone in on him um, but when you say he fits better in Charlottetown's dressing room, I 100% agree, but I also feel like he's the exact type of player that St. John needs in that dressing room who's learned from the best in Moncton. I mean, he learned from a lot of leaders. Um, yeah. you know, he's he's a leader. He's going to learn from a lot of players in, in Quebec or in uh, Team Canada in that room, um, so he's the perfect type of player that... Uh, that St. John needs, so I think asset wise, had Charlottetown not got Lapena, I think they would have been in on that. But I just think the the price is too high. But I wonder if uh, Maverick Bork and Xavier Bargot are doing their best uh, recruitment speeches for him in uh, in Shawinigan and put that line together. That'd be that'd be quite. A, that would be crazy, actually. You know, yeah, that'd be. Um, it, we've seen it before where teams <coughs> go to Team Canada and they come back and all of a sudden they're playing with that team. So. Uh, but yeah, I think Charlottetown uh, would be great, but St. John just makes too much sense with what they have in terms of getting that asset back.
2: Yeah, um, it's funny because people are always talking about Charlottetown and St. John, but out of all of the three places, I think showing again would make more sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, coming back to Quebec, playing with guys that he already played in the midget, uh, he's going to play, well, maybe not on the same line, but yeah. on the same team with Team Canada. Um Schoenigan has some assets more than Troutdale, but the thing is, out of the three, without any doubts, uh San John has like assets yeah. for four teams. Yeah. So um, but I just can't see him in a Sea Dog jersey. <laughs> he's he's not at all the type of players that are playing with San John. So I yeah. don't they need to need to change your mentality at one point. San John obviously, so maybe it he will
1: be him. He's the player that does have um he, yep.
2: yeah. Uh, my uh, two more questions: um, Who do you think out of the Grizzlies, which is now official, uh, is going to leave the Wildcats by January six?
1: One player that we think is going to leave?
2: Well, yeah, one each, yeah, and not not ML because <laughs> we know that ML is per- pretty much gone already. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, <sure. laughs> Glad one of us knows that. Um, because I know, I knew you, you guys would, would say both ML, so that would be. I was, I wasn't
0: so going like, to say Hamel. I was going to go no. different. I was going to go a different route. You go for you. you yeah, go okay, all right. Yeah,
2: yeah I think,
1: uh, I think it's Langlois. Um, I just think okay. the type of player that he is, he's the, the perfect penalty kill third line winger that can play up and down the lineup if if an injury happens. Um, we keep going back to this team, but Charlottetown doesn't have a lot of assets, so he could be a player on on the cheaper side that you can acquire, maybe on like January 3rd, 4th, once the dust has kind of settled. Um, but, okay. you know, just like Denouye, he's the exact same type of player that's learned in this locker room, been a leader in this locker room that, uh, for St. John, you know, those two had a little bit of chemistry as a, as a good PK unit. So um, I'll say Francis Langwall Might as well go with both guys who scored their final Wildcat goal last night in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> for them. So I'll go Langwall.
0: Um, uh, for me, I, I really, I know Richie Tebow loves, loves draft picks yep. and he loves first round yep. draft picks and <laughs> Moncton doesn't have a first round draft pick. And the only player on this roster that'll get Moncton a first round draft pick is Vincent LaBelle. Uh, yep. so, um, I think, you know, if we look at what he's done as a free agent and he just, he's scoring, like almost once a game, too bad he's injured right now. But um, I I don't see it happening in the days to come. If he's traded, I think it'll be one of those last-minute deals uh, where they hang on to him until the team steps up and says, hey, we'll give you a first for him. Yeah. And that's, and that's it's it's just, it's that one trade that it's just, it's in the back of my head. You know, I think is an obvious one. I think Lang was an obvious one but at the same time I think trading both LaBelle and Langway would be a terrible thing to do because then you're without one of the, those one of those two guys as a 20-year-old next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh you know cuz yeah, cuz yeah. it's exactly. like, you know, Label is easily going to be a really good 20-year-old next next season if he's with Moncton and Langway would be a really good 20-year-old next season too. So it's um I just I don't see a situation where the two forwards are traded. One I think one stays and one goes. Uh, and then, obviously, Hamel as well. Yep. So,
2: Cool. And the last <laughs> question uh, for my podcast today. Um, <laughs> is there one guy that you would like Richie to acquire? I remember, I, I think it's last year, Jeremy had a, a big hard-on on a certain Schmidt in the blame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Making my pants tight here.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> is there one guy this year that out there that you would love to see in a Wildcat uniform for this year and, obviously, the years to come?
0: Um. So... Victoriaville has a prospect, which I was I was wondering if he's going to be involved in this in this deal for Degrosse or not. But it's uh, he's he's playing midget AAA, and I think it comes back to what I said a few weeks ago. And if I see any players brought into Moncton, maybe it's for a change of scenery. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a seventeen year old forward, Danny Akush. He was playing, oh, midget, yes, mid, playing midget AAA in in Quebec. I think he's good enough to be playing in the league, uh, and uh, I think if you put him with a uh, uh, with a Loshing uh, and, yep. and, and a Akusha, I think they're they're two you know fast, skilled, shoot the puck uh, like like pro level. You know, put those two together, and I think they're going to score some goals. So it's just a player that you know. I stole uh I stole someone's account to watch the CCM <laughs> challenge in, in Quebec and you know this guy was all over the ice so uh you know <laughs> um but no that's um in terms of a player not playing the league I think that would be one that kind of gets a change of scenery um yeah maybe another one um someone up in in you know bringing bring him closer to home Cale McCallum uh in val oh. uh would be someone okay, that, you nice. know he's He's someone that I I think I won Moncton to target last year, but then, you know, he went to he went to Valdor and I just, just bringing him closer to home, you know, additional addition on the back end. Probably can play uh as a twenty year old next season. So uh just a couple you know, one that's playing in the league, one that's not playing in the league.
2: God knows, maybe McAllen will come to batters. No yeah, man.
0: there you go. He's probably he's probably already you probably it's, know that, but yeah. uh <laughs>
2: you know. it's funny because the, um, <laughs> Uh, two weeks ago, I think Valdor was in batters, and I was watching him play. I said to Marky, I said, I don't know why I have a gut feeling that this guy will end up here. And um, we'll see, but I, I wouldn't cry because he's a pretty awesome hockey player.
1: Uh, one that's way out there that would never happen would uh, would be a guy that no one's really talking about, Justin Robidoux. Uh, I'd love to see Ooh. them somehow acquire that, so they can move that next year. Like have them for the first half yeah. of the year. Jesus Christ, what are you going yeah. to pay here? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It's not going to happen this year. But it'd be even to flip it, right? Like even to acquire him to flip for more players. Um, that would be the the fun one. Uh, that and really, no one's really talking about where Justin Robidoux is going. Anyone, everyone kind of assumes yeah. it's St. John, but nobody's really talking about him. It'd be an interesting a first in twenty twenty three. Would at least be the the price, but then you. I'm not giving film. up that pick.
0: Are you crazy? No, no. We have
1: two of them. We have ours and the other Whoa, one. Mark, I'm
0: not giving back. Are you?
1: Are I you said, out of your no, mind? No, I right said now? that's the only way, and I'm not going to. I said you. It would at least have to have that. So that's why I don't think that's happening. Oh. Hell no! I'm not saying give that up. I'm saying that's what would happen.
0: I, I, no offense, but you're starting to sound like Andrew Barrington with these trader no. quests. Right? No,
1: no, 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 no! <laughs> I'm not that bad. What I'm saying is that's the price. Who Says no, and I'm yeah. Who says no? No, that's the price, and I'm not willing to pay that for that player. Yeah, I'm,
0: a, I'm Yeah, I'm, a, I'm not trading for Justin. No, yeah, it would makes it's. it's I, I, yeah, okay, we need some offense. Yeah. But uh, you know, there's there's no.
1: No.
2: Well, unless we're the, third, unless we're the third team that Robida, gets more than the, the, the player, the right? What's that? I honestly think that Robodal will stay in Valdor. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Didn't he say something about how he's loyal to the organization and doesn't want to be traded? Yeah, yeah if, yep. if Moncton if Moncton traded for Robodah, that's that's just Mr. Irvin grabbing the team by the, you know, by the I'm not gonna say the word. Here. <laughs> no, just say, he's, he's calling the shots. No, here, he'd be you know?
1: the he'd be the player that we acquire to move somewhere else to get like the third team that just gets all the assets out of that, and yeah. he actually goes somewhere else. Um, Alex Arseno, bring that kid. Oh, bring that kid home. You know, he could be a twenty next season. Um, that would be one. Alex, okay, the guy in Bay Como No, uh, big home,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, no well, him. Alex Arseno from Orlando. Playing big hey, hey, Randor Randor, sorry, Orlando. Didn't he start? Yeah, he started in Bay Okay, oh,
1: yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I was
0: yeah, yeah. Say, okay, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. The one that started in Bay Como Right. Um, I
2: totally forgot
0: he went to. Yeah, went to R- Okay,
1: that would be the one. He always seems to find the score sheet, and when we play around, he's always, or Bay como I guess. Uh, he's always around the puck, and so that would be the one that I I'd want to bring is. home. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. There we go.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's it. I almost got fired from this. You almost yeah, took was- over his hosting duties after that. <laughs> Jesus. Justin oh. Robot out of Moncton. Oh,
0: oh. be like Ecklin Hoc- here. E four. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, 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 no. No, I said that's the way out there one, and I'm not paying the price that would cost to him. But to get those assets yeah. as the third team, we could always use draft picks, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so. like Jeremy said earlier. Richie's Richie loves draft picks.
1: All right, man. Well, yeah, this has been fun, and uh, I guess we'll have you on in the second half when we're not the best team in the New Brunswick uh, little three-team tournament there. So, But uh, <laughs> you have a happy Christmas and a good New Year, buddy. We always appreciate you taking the time to be on with oh, us. Well.
2: Well, thank you for having me, and I would like to wish you a Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year to all your uh, Wallcast fans, and to you guys. Uh, be careful on the plane going to your respective uh, families. Hopefully, that you won't, you won't. You hopefully you will be able to come back in <laughs> New Brunswick. Um, yeah. If not, well, I'm going to go down in Moncton and host uh, the Moncton Wildcast for right. the time being in 2020.
0: Adam and I are going to start the fifth wave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adam and I are going to be the reason why the Cuban Joe sets oh, down. That would not be
1: good. <laughs> uh, Have a good one, guys. Right, see right. you, buddy. Right. See ya. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I thought you were going to kick my ass there. Uh, there's At no point do I want to pay the price to get Robodot. I just thought in the... A three team trade, like maybe Charlottetown gets them, but to make that happen, we have to get these picks and all the weird trades that happen. So that's the one I want to get the picks that Richie loves to have. So that's where I was going. Okay. Before okay, you okay, come okay. across the table Jeez. and took me out. I was close. <laughs> yeah, I know it was. Oh, we man. almost had the uh the Wildcast podcast hosted by Johnny Rockett. and You almost uh, got
0: sh- choke slammed through the <laughs> table here. So
1: <laughs> Yeah. No, that's that's where I was going with that. But uh, always good to talk to him. He's uh, you know he's pumped for that team. That's it's going to be a little bit of a different team, and you know the fans up there deserve it after what they've been through. And, and it'll be a fun a fun maritime division for any team that's uh, not Moncton or Cape Breton. Yeah,
0: Is it's the way tr- it's shaping up. Yeah, it's true. It's going to be um it'll be a tough second half for for I know Cape Breton is. Cape Breton's Cape Breton, you yeah. know, they're, you know, yeah. only two teams are going to miss the playoffs, you know, bookmark this one. Yeah. They're going to be one of them. Um, so yeah, it, it's going to be a tough second half in Cape Breton because I mean, with Bathurst and St. John and Charlottetown, they're going to get lit up like a, like a Christmas tree. Yeah. You know, um, it's, you know, uh, next, next Friday night there, Christmas Eve, you know. It's not not the only. Uh, it's not the only. The tree is going to get lit. Uh, you know, it's going to be me, and it's also going to be the uh, the back of the net of the Cape Breton Eagles in the yeah. second half of the season. Um, it's uh, it going to be tough uh, here. I I still have confidence in this team because yeah, yeah, yeah. I yep. know they can win games that they shouldn't. They shouldn't win. Yeah. However, it will be a lot tougher. <laughs> yeah. Um, to win those games. Uh, but, so, they're. I think they've performed well enough to, yeah. to still get that playoff spot. Uh, and I, I will make a prediction right now.
1: You want to do it now? Or you want to
0: for the second half of the season?
1: No, I'll make it right now. Okay. Go I ahead. will
0: make it right now. The Moncton Wildcats will win a playoff series.
1: Oh, yeah. I said that at the start of the year. Okay. Yeah, they're going to okay. win the first yeah. round the series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's I'm get going. into the Weekly Rewind. Glad we're on that page. <laughs> Weekly Rewind. All right, we're going to group these three together because we go right from here to the uh, first half rewind. Uh, so the Wildcats went 2-1 and one the past week, following to 15-10, 3-1, 34 points, third in the Maritimes, fifth in the East, which is exactly where we all thought they would be at the Christmas trade period. First team and, in New uh, Brunswick, baby! Yep. <laughs> and which would be a playoff series against Rimouski in the one versus eight uh, if the playoffs started today. So... Wednesday uh, in Cape Breton uh, they go they end the first half against them going 4-0 and 1. Um I mean from what I heard it was a, quite a long drive up there with the weather yeah. uh, through there I mean even the refs were delayed a little bit. They got a 4-3 victory. Philly uh, played that's he played well. Uh got a victory in that one bringing his uh you know bringing his confidence up a little bit and uh you know that's a team that we said we were going to battle all year uh, and just to go undefeated against them they were up Three nothing. They couldn't take advantage on the power play, which we're going to get to in the first half. Rewind a little bit, and um, they kind of hung on to get this one uh, in in Cape Breton.
0: Yeah, pretty spot on. Uh, I'll kick things off by doing the tell me something good. Well, tell me something good. This oh, I forgot about the this game is if this game was sixty five minutes, yeah, they would have lost, right? Uh, The fact that they did absolute horse (laughs) on that five... Was a five-minute power play? Five-minute power play, yeah. They did absolute horse (laughs) on that five-minute power play. They could have put this game away, and they didn't. They Mm -hmm. were lackadaisical, had no... It's as if if they thought the game was over. It It was in the back pocket. They took their foot off the gas, and they let Cape Breton get back into this game. And luckily, these games are sixty minutes or they would have they would have lost they had absolutely no momentum uh towards the end of the game. It was all in Cape Breton's favor and you know they they snuck out they snuck out with with two points is if you want to put it that way that's yeah, yeah, and
1: I feel like that was the theme of the week uh of the week for the Wildcats as they went into St John on Friday night yeah and, <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. yeah took advantage of a great start took advantage of a Off night by Lemieux in a a rare black jersey night uh, Mm. in St. John. We thought maybe they'd never wear them again, I guess. Jamie Tozer thought they'd never wear them again. They went back to him the next night. Uh, So they've lost two in those jerseys. So we'll see if they make it an appearance. But uh, three goals on six shots on Lemieux ended his night. Moncton got out to a 4-1 lead and... 5-1, actually.
0: Yeah, 5-1.
1: Yeah, Yeah, 4-1 after one, 5-1. And it was enough. And the only reason the team uh, took their foot off the gas and... Stop breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it in the preseason. We're going to talk about special teams in the rewind. St. John got back into this being 3-for-5 on the power play, and it was a theme. If this thing was 65 minutes, I don't know if they come away with a victory in that one either.
0: <laughs> Man, there was, it was close to, I forget who it was, but they had a, they might have missed the net by about 2 inches in the mm-hmm. final seconds, right? And puck just cleared the zone. So, uh, yeah, they've, they've got to start... Uh, you know clamping down here cuz these 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 teams are uh you know it was, give it us Cape Breton right Cape Breton this is ju- that's the beautiful thing about junior hockey is that any team can beat any team uh but they were you know they they're lucky they get out of this game in, in St. John with yep. uh with a win uh you know it's story unsung heroes when it comes to goals right you get. Connor Olsen with a couple, you got, uh, Blagden and
1: In his return.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. I think he had credited for a second goal. He got credited for
1: the first Olsen one, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I was, uh, when I, you know, at the first start of that you're, you're looking at like, wait a second. <laughs> hey, who had, who had Nick Blagden scoring two goals in a game on their bingo card? Anybody? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, if he you no. did, you're a big winner. Yeah, not me. <laughs> um, but no, that's, it was a, that was a perfect shot. Yeah. You know, on on yeah. his goal, right? And, yeah. um, I got. I got to credit to Kluche too. The fact that he bounced that pass off the boards, literally perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, that sent Blagden in. That was that was really well done. And um, I really, yeah. I, I can't. I, I don't know what to say about this game.
1: Can you tell me something good about it?
0: Oof. You know, is this a, is this a broken record here? Uh, <laughs> you know, sixty five minutes. This game is yeah. is a different story. And uh it's yeah so that's that's about it that's about it I'll tell you something you know oh. these, these games are 60 minutes for a reason and uh, not 65 and that's how they ended up getting a win here I so can't. I die yeah we're starting to sound like broken record but oof, man they gotta start pounding some uh, put their foot on the gas if they're gonna yeah. start uh, you know if they want to if they want to be good in the second
1: half put your foot on the gas and, and don't give up to that final buzzer I can't wait to see what you're telling me something good is in the next one because the Wildcats, the Wildcats started their Christmas vacation early, a 6-2 loss to the Mooseheads. I mean, an empty building, um, no gas left in the tank, 3-4. and four. I mean, obviously, they played Wednesday, Friday, um, long trip to Cape Breton. That was a pretty emotional victory over a St. John team, um, which I think, if I remember correctly, last time we played a team, last time we beat St. John, we came out flat. The next night, if I remember correctly, but uh, yeah, St. John, we beat them, and then we came back and played flat against Randoranda early in the year. Um, 6-2, this was just, they were done. Like, they were just, they had no energy left in the tank in the last game before the Christmas break is always the worst game. Um, for a hockey club, and Dan Dan LaCroix said it in, in Sean's uh, article, like, this team's known for working hard, and they were second to the puck battles. They just, they weren't in this thing uh, from the beginning.
0: You want, you want this one? You want you want you want, you want to hear this one?
1: To tell me something good about this yeah.
0: one? Sure. Jacob Stewart, plus one. <laughs> the only player with a plus <laughs> in this game.
1: Out of boy, Jake. Yeah, no, plus one, baby. Well
0: done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not I didn't think you were going there, but that's good. That's a that's Well done. Yeah, no, I I wasn't sure where you were gonna go with that.
0: Only player on the roster with a plus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> yeah. The other plus is uh Huh. LaRue didn't take the fight with Iacenza because, I mean, I, I love your toughness, kid, but you're not winning that fight. So how does Iacenza get a penalty on that play? I, I don't have any clue. I mean, he was chasing him around the ice, sticking him, but that's that's junior hockey. But how he gets the penalty out of that and maybe it was, what did he get it for? Unsportsmanlike conduct? Oh, he did, if you watch it back, he did call him the P word and he was yelling at him. So maybe the ref is like... A pimp? Yeah. Uh, a pimp, yeah, that's what he called him. Okay, um, That's the only thing I could <laughs> guess, because I don't know how he came out of that with a penalty as well, um, other than he just wanted to get him off the ice and cool things down. But yeah, that's... You can... I mean, Zach was taking on 20-year-olds at the age of 16 and holding his own, so I don't know if that's a fight you want to the take pimp there. I've been before. I can cross <laughs> cross-check guy across the base. <laughs> that's true. Um, the other one is Vin Filion, 40 saves. Yeah. Um, with a team in front of him that just was not there, this thing could have been a lot worse. He played well, forty saves is forty saves, and the fact he didn't get a star was a little shocking in a home game. Yeah, they lost, but forty saves is forty saves.
0: Forty saves is forty saves. Uh, but my opinion, he, you know, he he allowed six goals. You know, yeah. if 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 there's not a lot of times where if a goalie allows six goals, you get a star. I don't care if you get hundred saves. If you allow six goals, you're probably not getting a star. Uh, that's that's my my look at it. He played mm-hmm. well. Yep. Uh, he got hung out to dry. Yeah. Uh, you know he was like a a, a towel on a, on a hot summer day. You know <laughs> it was on the clothesline. He just hung yeah. out to dry, and um, it, you know, that was tough. That was tough for him. Um, but yeah, it's d- clearly the team was just they're checked out. They were. Yep. It was an emotional game in Saint John the night before, uh, and. So I just don't think they, yeah, they just they weren't mentally ready for that game.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, first half review. Um, they're exactly where we didn't think they'd be. Fifth in the East, third in the division. And first in New Brunswick. <laughs> 15, 10, and three, like I said a little while ago. I mean, this to take a line from Denny Green, this team is who they thought they were. They're a hard-working team. They're a lunch-bail team. They didn't have that superstar until Kalmakov came and he inserted some offense in his lineup, but they've come to work every night. And if they've getting beaten six, one, seven, two, they come back the next night and they're right in this thing. Um, they're playing kind of, don't worry about last night's game, but they're playing for everything, uh, playing for each other. They're just a lunch pail team that we've seen for the past 18 months. And that's, they're getting wins against uh, teams. They shouldn't necessarily be getting wins against.
0: Yeah, no, they they put their they, they go in every night. They they they've got their hat their hard hats on. They've got their work boots on, uh, and you know they're they're battling, they're they're working hard every night. There's there's only been a couple of occasions where I can turn around and say that that effort was pitiful. Yeah. Uh, last night, uh, not last night, but the game Saturday against Halifax night. was 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 one of them. Um, yeah, there's only a couple of games where you can literally say that this team is, you know garbage. Uh, and that game against Halifax is one of them. But I'm just going to blame that one on the fact that, you know, Christmas break. Yeah. You know, they they showed up at the rink at, at uh, you know, 4 p.m. For, for a 7 p.m. game. And they've got that mentality of, you know, I'm six hours away from, from mom's home cooking, you know, so it's. Just stay healthy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're checked out. These yep. these last games before Christmas, have, I can't, I, I haven't, I don't have a statistic, but I can you know, something tells me that it's historically been a bad game for the Wildcats franchise, yeah, yeah. wise. Um, so I don't know. It's it's it's, uh, it's always tough, you know. Empty building too. Yep. Like, did they even announce the attendance for that game? No, but I have
1: seen some reports oh, where it's less than a thousand. Yeah,
0: I, I saw that too. Which uh, that'll mean, teach that's you. what happens when you charge season ticket yep, holders uh, twenty two bucks a piece for yeah. tickets they've already paid for. Yep. Um, other than that, you know, I think we've seen above average goaltending uh, from Couture. Yep. That uh, has been a very pleasant surprise. Uh, filiant you can see his potential. Uh, and I think he just needs to play more f- to get to that level uh, of, of, of where he needs to be. Moran's going to be a stud. Yep. Um, Dolmont even though he's injured, has shown flashes Flashes, of, you know, when, when he was drafted, I said, I I remember saying this specifically, he's going to play like a fourth forward and he's done that. He's, you know, there's been times where I think, I'm not sure if he has two or three goals, but they've literally been, you know, just perfectly placed shots, um, you know, for a defenseman, you can tell he loves being, he loves joining the rush, um, you know Degrocyer was was really good for, for Maraf in terms of development um Olsen you know I I've you know been a fan of not YouTube, a fan see us like uh... uh however lately he's been good yeah uh and I think his play recently will garner some calls to Richie's phone. Uh, about his, uh, you know,
1: yeah, about, uh, he's. Uh, I've said it every time we've had to talk about him. Mm-hmm. He's a perfect five-six defenseman. Yeah, if I, he has to play top-line minutes, that's where he struggles.
0: Yes, and I, I was, I was getting there where he's, he seems timid playing in the in in, in the first pair. Yep, but he's a he blossoms. He's like yep. playing in that bottom pair. So, you know, that's clearly where he fits. Uh, please don't trade for him. Actually, you know what? You're gonna trade for him, yeah, yeah, sure. Play it when you're top pair. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, and who else? I mean, yeah, the team is the offense really took off when Kamikov joined in. Yeah. Um, I need to see more from Barbashev because uh, we saw some really some some glimpses of, of of optimism last year, and you know, coming from a player who. Didn't really play at the highest level in Russia. Yeah. Came here in the second half of last season. Fans loved him. Loved his, loved his game. But, man. Okay. So, I'm not going to harping on him. But he, I think he blocks every shot possible. Like yeah. if, if you watch him, he's a shot-blocking machine. Yep. So, if you don't score, but you're going to block shots, I love you. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, but I think... And Maybe he
1: he started out well. Yeah, like I think it's when he th- had Labelle and Kalmakoff, he was he was playing well, he's putting up points. Yeah. Then he got that injury. Mm-hmm. Uh no, it was Labelle and him uh and Loshing, they both got injured. Kalmakoff came played with Labelle. Those two kind of took off. Barbashev came back and he just hasn't found that mm-hmm. chemistry on the line, but he's uh he's doing what he needs to do on the defensive end of yeah. the ice, which if you're not going to, like you said, if you're not going to score goals, I'm kind of the same way with the other Euro, Mm -hmm. Ty Bell. Like,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. it's been now he's been injured for a a week and a half now, so you can kind of see the flashes in his game every now and then. But it's just it's still that adjustment period for him.
0: And I don't think it's the fact he hasn't. He's not scoring goals, but he's he's doing. He's it's it's almost as if he's playing a different role. Yeah. Langlois, I mean, I don't think we can say a bad thing about him. No. Uh, Mueller is growing, growing. Yeah. In a top Um, six role now. Yeah. He's, I think if if he continues to progress, uh, he's got that, you know, ability to be a player who's, uh, you know, one of those 12th rounds, 13th round Mm -hmm. players that ends up being a pretty damn good, uh, damn good pick. J-Bob has
1: been everything. as advertised winning face-offs. Yeah. J-Bob. J-Bob on the penalty kill. Um, paving, I say it every time to Layla. Once he starts hitting the net, 40 goal score, look out. Uh, 40,
0: goal, 40 goal score, okay. <laughs> once he starts hitting the net, yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, get, um, it.
1: the only one that I've from last year that I've kind of is maybe draw fallen off, and I'm sure you're gonna feel the same way. Thomas Darcy, but I don't know if it's him or if it's the fact that they don't really have a spot for him. Like, it, it can't be easy. Last year, he's. On the five six defense, he's playing well. He's playing limited minutes. Okay, well now you're going to go in the fourth forward. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to play limited minutes forward. You're not going to play really defense. Like it's tough. And maybe after the trade deadline, he might slot into the defense because we got eight guys that uh, we need to find room for. But um, seven now, seven now. But he, I mean, he's just kind of the tweener player that they're not quite sure what they're doing with him, right? So mm-hmm. it's been tough for him.
0: I'm am I'm starting to wonder if they, maybe they move him up f- up front, but yeah, I mean, uh, who else is really? I mean, Labelle, I don't think he can, no, nope. scoring like once a game. Too bad. He, I, I mean, it really sucks. He was hurt. Um, I after that Charlottetown mistake. He's or that Saint John one. Oh man, he's really he's gone off. Like he's he's he can stick t- he stick handles in a phone booth for a defenseman. Like he's. Yeah. Um, crazy, crazy puck handling skills for defensemen. Yep. You can see now why NHL scouts are starting
1: to notice this kid. Um, And how much of an impact Hamel has had playing with him. You yes. start every game consistently, this is a guy that you're showing night in and night out, and that's why, if it's true Bellamy is coming here, he's going to be a perfect player to play with Anthony Moran. Um, that just, you have to have these young guys grow with the proper defensemen, and 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 Pilat, I mean, he's not really a five six defenseman, so maybe he slides up and plays with ISN's in the three four, and they have a chemistry now. Because I mean, Pilat's hasn't really been noticeable, but it's tough when you're five six with with Olsen, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I,
0: I, you know, all in all, it was a really good first half, uh, and I think, you know, there's I don't there's not a, a player that I can I can think of that I would want to give a failing grade to. Um, because if they're not, no, you know, if it's like, I can't give a failing grade to Barbashev because he's doing it a different way. Yep. Right? And, you know, if he brought, we saw him score goals almost every game last year. <laughs> so you expect him to come in this year and score goals again. But he's kind of developing a different side of his game. Like maybe he's, he came into the season focusing more on the defensive side of play.
1: Yep. Which and, you can't hate.
0: Which you can't hate. But at the same time, it's like, I need you
1: to do a job and score <laughs> the goals. Yeah. Block the shot, take the puck, and go down and, and score. Score the goals.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. No, there's no, no, no nobody here, that to me, that just, I mean, I can't say a bad thing about anybody on the team. And uh, that's not
1: actual, like, us giving fluff. That's their playing It's well legit, enough. right? Yeah, it's, it's legit. legit. If there was, as you know, we would. Yeah. So uh, there's... I mean, the power play... And the, the special play, teams. enough. Yeah. I mean, which is funny. I went back and listened to our preseason show. So uh, they were 14% in the power play. Uh, and you wanted, we both kind of wanted 75%, uh, maybe 18, 20% on that. So right now they're at 18.4, which is 15th in the league. Penalty kill is 17.6%. They're the worst in the Maritimes division. But yet they're still leading that division as they're, you know, not leading it, but they're third in that division. They're 8-5-1-1. One, one. So... Special teams hasn't been special, but they're not giving up the, the big goal uh, that gets teams back in most nights, other mm-hmm. than you know against uh, St. John. But um, I mean, some fun records that surprised me in the first half: two and zero against St. John, one and one against Charlottetown, which is going to be uh, not the same when we're done. One two and zero, one two and one against Bathurst, zero and three against Halifax. They're four and one. This team is seven and one when leading after the first period. And nine and zero when leading after the second period, <laughs> which I mean, for the most of the nights we've come on, and said they've they've hung on, they've hung on. Yeah, they're nine and zero. They're four and five when they're trailing, and they're two and eight when trailing after two. And for a lunch bucket team, they are ten six and three when they're being outshot. So goaltending has been a story, and for this team, has been a good story. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, ten six and one, uh, ten six and three when being outshot. That's most uh, almost every night some good work there. Yeah, thank you. Figured I'd be somewhat prepared. Um, I got their home record too, more, which has not been great. It's more most, more work than I've ever done in three <laughs> years of this show. <laughs> yeah, but you bring the humor and the no, uh, the uh, draft knowledge. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, this team's got to figure it out at home though. Five and six at home, 10 and four on the road. They're one of the best <laughs> teams on the road in the queue. And I don't know if that's because they're playing in a silent building uh, most nights, mm. but... They they gotta they gotta somewhat figure it out and uh, they, they like the re, the hotel food more than the billets <laughs> food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe. Um, <sighs> just billets are great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, billets are the reason we have junior hockey. Uh, the wards just midway through, Thomas O'J and Etienne Moran. We gotta both feel pretty good about those picks.
0: Hey, I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy with mine. Yeah, uh, I'm very happy with mine. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think Morin will win Rookie of the Year just based on, I mean, where he was picked and yep. and stuff like that right so uh, age and, and where he was picked uh i knew coming into the year what to expect and he's been he's been that and yep. more uh OJ, pff, i mean What uh, more can you say about yeah. him yeah uh again another player that i knew what to expect coming in so for me these are two i mean the, the most the obvious picks for rookie of the yep. year uh
1: you had loshing as your leading score i had Vinny labelle you still could win that, given the fact that uh, Kalmakoff and/or Vinny Labelle could be traded. <laughs> so those are the top three scores uh, that we have there, and uh, our MVP we both took Vincent Fillion.
0: Oh well, okay, well <laughs> you
1: know maybe second Which, half will. Yeah, we'll, no, that yeah get some okay. wins against yeah. unexpected teams. I actually yeah. forgot. I was like, who did we pick for MVP? Maybe we pick. Oh yeah, we both went Vincent Fillion because if we were gonna do some damage, we were gonna need him, and he's he when he's had the chance to play. He's generally played well. the goalie part, right? Yep. Yeah, we got the goalie part right. Um, Yeah, that's kind of uh, kind of it. I mean, we both picked our divisions, and it's not over yet. But uh, we're right, right in the mix. We're right in the mix. Moving into the second half, this team's going to be without some buzz. Yeah. Oh, they'll make it. I don't think they'll be the last team, like uh, Dobson thought. But uh, Dobson, Sea Dogs fan. There's one guy we need back
0: in the studio for a show, Dobson. Yeah, post uh, post trade deadline Sea Dogs recap. Jamie Tozer can take a break for uh, yeah, as our Sea Dogs source for for a minute
1: and bring on the Sea uh, Dogs uh, mastermind, Chris Dobson. <laughs> I like it. You still feel confident Sea uh, Dogs and Ramparts with Zachary Balduke as your MVP because I, nope. I I <laughs> I feel good with the Sea Dogs and nope. Schwinnigan. I don't know if I feel as good with Maverick Bork. I think I picked the wrong, uh, the wrong uh, Schwinnigan player there. I think Xavier Borgo is kind of leading that bus, but still a second half left. But I feel good with Schwinnigan and, and St. John. I mean, you can't change it. But
0: who did I say again? C-
1: sea Dogs John. in Quebec and Zachary Baldu is the MVP.
0: Uh, I I geez. yeah, it's tough. Ask me again after the trade period. All right. Yeah, we get, we'll, we can... we'll save that one for after the trade period. Circle that after. Yeah, that didn't really work. Well, there's there's stuff period. out there that, that needs to be confirmed before I can
1: <laughs>
2: change my choices.
1: Well, you're not going to change them, but I know what you mean. All right, let's get to the uh, stick tap of the week.
2: Eric Murray, realtor, buyer house from him. Stick tap of the week.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, which one this is, our third uh, third season doing this? Third or fourth? Yep, third or fourth. Third? Fourth. Fourth fourth okay fourth yeah uh have i have i I ever done a stick tap to our listeners have not there we go so i thought why not today why not this week (laughs) uh so this this stick tap is to our incredible fans i don't know if they're fans or the listeners both fans we'll call them fans fan listeners (laughs) Finisters, finisters. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> our lovely Finisters
0: uh, that have that, that tuned in to listen to us every week. Uh, thank you. You are the reason this show is still something. Uh, even though I'm sure we'd still be doing this show if it, we only got like one yeah. download a week. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, no, some information that Adam and I never reveal is that you know we actually get downloads from not just New Brunswick, not just in Canada. Uh we get uh what do you say, like Switzerland? Switzerland which we're assuming are the Muellers. Yep. Uh and Austria Austria and I think we had one in Japan. I think. We've it's had that. We've had the hockey bet of uh Brazil. Brazil, yeah. Um so we, we've we've had some downloads uh you know across the world, uh which you know to th- come back to think about it is quite cool. Uh, that uh, you know, maybe they think it's a different Wildcast podcast. But the fact that you downloaded our show, and it's like, oh wait, these are the people I wanted to hear. <laughs> you still tuned in for a second, so we thank you for that. Yeah. Um, but no, it's um, we this this show has obviously grown, and uh, you're you are a main part of it. Uh, you've you're, you're there. You listen to us every week, whether it's in your on your Spotify, on your iTunes, on your, you know, on your Bluetooth, driving in the car. Uh, you, you join us every week to hear our voices talk hockey. And uh, we couldn't thank you enough for, for, for that. Uh, so, I thought maybe this week would be a good week to acknowledge our finisters. Uh, I'm just going to continue calling them I that love it. because now it's how, it, we're finisters. Finis- it's, like,
1: finisters. It's, it's like the propane plex. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we're it's just like
0: making stuff up. We just go, you know, we wing it. Yep. Uh, and uh, we hope that, uh, you know, we can continue to bring you this uh, this show and our content for, for, for years to come. And because we have a bet. Uh, and agreements still about tattoos that we would like to someday, uh, live up to. Uh, don't so, think we <laughs> forgot Dobson. Don't yeah, think we forgot. Yeah. So, um, that's it. That's, uh, I wanted to take a few minutes just, to, to, to thank the everyone that, that tunes in every week and, and, uh, you know, appreciates what we do for the team, uh, even though the team doesn't appreciate <laughs> what we do. Um, so I had to get that little jab yeah. in there. Um, Yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Um, have a tremendous Christmas. Enjoy your holidays. Be safe. Um, if you feel sick, shove a damn swab up your (laughs) nose. Uh, Adam and I don't want to be the reasons for the fifth wave. And, you know, we made a joke earlier about we would be the reason the Q season shut down. We were joking. We don't want that to happen again. Um, yeah, be safe. Um, you know, just don't uh, don't do anything stupid, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, enjoy your holidays.
1: Uh, yeah, so before I hit the drop for the last two years, um, ninety six hundred downloads in Canada, fourteen hundred in the United States, seventy six in the hotbed of hockey in Brazil, uh, twenty seven United Kingdom, twenty in Russia, some in Colombia, Slovenia, France, Switzerland, slowly coming around. Um, Australia, Vietnam has eight. I don't know how long they listened to this show what? for, but Vietnam. yeah, Vietnam has eight in the past two years. <laughs> Tunis- Tunisia has four. Uh, our friends in Cuba have three. Uh, that's Ecuador. Gonna,
0: that's got to be people on vacation.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and some of these countries might be people on vacation. And we Finland has one, so that would have been uh, uh, Antalainen. Antalainen, yeah. Okay. Uh, Morocco, so. Um, turkey, I mean, hockey hotbeds, obviously, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's a perfect stick tap, Jeremy. Uh, Five years ago when I started this thing on an app on a phone, I didn't know if there was, as the new kid in Moncton, I didn't know if there was going to be anybody that listened or just shoved me off as scat as nobody's talking about. I brought in two of the best people that I know to help me do this show and it's continued to grow. So perfect stick tap to all of our finisners out there. The Stick Tap of the Week, sponsored by Eric (laughs) Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802.
0: All
1: right, Rosemary Lynn Wildcast, Wildcat of the Week, back for another season, doing a very special discount now for about two more weeks. Uh, Go to rosemarylynnmassage.business site and download your 15% coupon if you're a health worker or a first responder. Again, that coupon goes till January 1st, 2022. She'll probably have more in the new year. We're going to have a gift certificate to give away in the new year just Ooh. to let you relax from all the Christmas craziness. Uh, and if you don't win our gift certificate, you can give her a call at 506-830-1224. Uh, the Wildcat, Wildcat of the first half, we're not going to do of the week, uh, is a player that uh, was acquired. Some people said it was a high price to pay for him. He's come in and been everything uh, that's been advertised. I mean, he had uh, top score on the team, even though he only had Four points, I believe, coming into this season. He's been the top scorer on this team. He's interjected some life into this offense. Uh, 15 points in the month of November. Nine points in the month of October. He had another six in the month of December. He's been a Wildcat, Wildcat of the Week twice this season. Uh, so he he's found a connection with Vinny LaBelle, who he beat out just for this uh, award. Just There was three. There was him, Oje, and uh, and uh, this player. He's had two nominations. He's the leading scorer of the team. Number nine, Brooklyn Kalmakoff is your wildcast Wildcat of the first half. That'll do it for us. Again, we want to thank Johnny Rocket for joining us on the episode to Talk Bathers, as well being half part of the show to quiz us uh, and to come back teams. Like Jeremy said, we want to thank the fans uh, week in and week out for all your support. This is only mega episode part one. So uh, part two is dropping Christmas Eve, and it has been confirmed. We have two mega guests, some big guests, uh, the biggest if you ask us. Um, you won't want to well, miss one's it. One's not so big. No, one's not so big. Uh, so you don't want to miss it. Uh, I know you won't miss it because you wise. love our show. Height yeah. <laughs> um, Jeremy. Safe travels to Ontario, my friend. Yeah, you as well. Uh, you stay have... out of
0: that uh, COVID crockpot <laughs> that is Alberta, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. No. Nope. Land in Calgary. Go to Hannah. Stay at my parents' house. Uh, yeah. A very merry Christmas to you and your family. Have a safe, happy New Year. That goes to everyone else. We will be back January fifth for the second half of the season we hope. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us
0: on social media at Moncton Wildcast.